Welcome to Please Expand Podcast, where we expand on topics pertaining to mental health, lifestyle, and friendships. I'm your host, Genesis, and there is nothing I love more than gathering around and having healing conversations that come from the soul. Hi, friends. So on today's episode, we will be talking more about social media. Uh, Today, joining me is one of my dear, dear friends. She is a social media manager for uh, beauty companies, and she's been doing this for four years now. So I'm really excited to pick her brain to get some advice. I know a lot of us are in this like content creating um, social media world. And so it's cool to get someone who is on the inside. So hi, Ethel. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. Like I am like, I need to pick your brain. because you have always been like, this is what you need to do. And this is how you do this and this and that. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, we could share that knowledge with so many people. No, yeah. I'm honestly super excited, like I said. And honestly, you're so good at this. Like, you're such a natural. I'm like, oh, true. Like, cool. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I really, yeah, I really love doing this. But so let's start with like how your journey of even getting into social media managing started. Okay. Um I feel it's been a long journey. Um, It's not your typical story. Like, I went to school. I knew what I wanted to do. I majored in marketing or, like, art, and I went into the industry. No, um, it was totally opposite of that. Um, I feel like it took a while to figure out what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that's everybody, right? Like, you figure out what you want to do. Yeah, it's actually a very common theme for – people to start in one thing and then like it leads to something else because I feel like our paths like we realize like this works for me this doesn't work for me or this aligns with me and we learn more about ourselves do you feel like that was something that was true for you where you started in one thing and you were like "Mm -mm, this is not for me no yeah definitely um like I was always into being a creative person um, since high school. Like I remember being in photography, doing photography and doing art classes and going to college. I figured like, hey, like I know I want to do something in the creative industry. Mm-hmm. So I took art classes. Um, I went to JC. So I was exploring. But within that, I kind of psyched myself out, um, mm-hmm. which normally people do. Um, I feel like when I was taking art classes, like I didn't fit the person within mm-hmm. like this like creative typical. Per- typical person. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, I didn't relate to my classmates or nothing. And like eventually coming from like a being a first generation, like mm-hmm. your parents, you want to make your parents proud, right? Yeah. I don't know if you can relate to that. Like yeah. so um I psyched myself out. I'm like, hey, you know what? Like from hearing other people, like art or like being creative doesn't bring you money so just go to a safer route yeah so that's what I did I liked history I knew I was good at it so that's what I majored and um cutting it to cutting it short um fast forward um after graduating I realized like hey like I do like history um but I miss being creative since Mm -hmm. I always like hustled on the side being a photographer so yeah um from there I took like a year trying to figure out what I wanted to do and um luckily one of my really great friends 
wanted to do something for her Instagram and um, she wanted me to do photographs for mm-hmm. her. So uh, yeah, I said, let's do it. Me not knowing anything really in the industry. I didn't know this even called content creation because social media was barely like it was still coming up. So mm-hmm. it's something new for everybody. So um, what I did is like created something and I was pretty good at it after realizing helping her because then she was getting like packages from Adidas and like Nike reposted her stuff and finish line. So I'm like, hey, like I kind of like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So luckily I had a friend that was opening a beauty brand. She asked me if I could do photos for her for her campaign and I did. And I just shot my thing my my opportunity, like, hey, let me take over your social media, not knowing anything about social media but the whole thing fake it to make it like yeah. that's exactly what I did um I read stuff about social media um I studied other people's campaigns and yeah like I that's how I entered the industry and luckily it was really great and I was successful mm-hmm. and now I'm in a new other company doing what I like to do and yeah I feel like that's a great example of Everybody is going through their own own, own time, and it's going to happen mm-hmm. in their own moment, yeah. essentially. And um, yeah, don't be afraid to take opportunities, even if sometimes it doesn't make sense. Yeah. I feel like, hey, like just shoot your shot. You never know. And yeah. that's exactly what happened to me. And I think also like leaning into uh, what feels more aligned for you. Like yeah. you said, there was always this creative part. Um, and then being like first generation anything, yeah. when you don't see someone in the role that you would want to be in, yeah. it's harder because no one – like you're essentially paving that way. No, exactly, right? Because mm-hmm. like um, in the creative industry, right, and like you don't really see like Latinos mm-hmm. or like people want to say Latinx, Latini community. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really see that, especially growing up. You don't see um, – Latinos or women in general Mm -hmm. like especially still now like it's a very male dominant when it comes to photography yeah and it's crazy like now the the, the awesome thing about social media is that you you can see the community of women coming up Mm -hmm. especially in the beauty industry um even though there's a lot of male in the behind the scenes Mm -hmm. women are like pushing boundaries and like working in the industry and especially like the company I'm working right now totally women empowerment in there so um yeah like that's where people like back to like the first generation you don't see it all you know is like become a lawyer become a doctor a psychologist mm-hmm. something like that like the so, things that are gonna that your parents know for sure this is gonna make you yeah big bucks. because you want to make them proud because they come here right essentially mm-hmm. like hey you come here for better opportunities take yeah. advantage of that yeah so I feel like you've even though you don't think there's pressure behind subconsciously, you have that pressure. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was scared me. And you don't know, like, the creative industry could bring you a certain income or anything because mm-hmm. nothing's really guaranteed. Ex- guaranteed or nothing is like, exposed to you. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing's like, hey, you can do a living with being creative, but it's just we don't learn that in school. Mm-hmm. We just learn the typical stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, we don't know, we don't learn how to foster our creativity for jobs that potentially can use that part like that's something that I'm like even though I'm in the mental health field there is a creative part of me that 
isn't like I can't necessarily put it into therapy. Yeah. I mean, I can, but there's this part of me that wants to create, wants to um, get information out. And so that's the awesome thing too, how you were mentioning that with social media, we have access to being able to see the women who are pushing for it or who are more of like the face Um or like even like now women owned businesses. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, so that's super awesome. So now that you've been doing like four years of social media managing, um, I'm sure you have seen the positives and the negatives, like the pros and the cons yes. of social media. Um, Like you mentioned, yeah, there is positive and there's negative things when it comes to social media. And what, to me, one the main reasons that is is because it's something that was given to us without like no guidance Mm -hmm. it's like here's a plot like here's social media and digest everything (laughs) without Mm -hmm. any guidance yeah so it's like okay like we're like i want to say like like the lab rat but like we're technically are because like Mm -hmm. no one knows the outcome of social media with it but um but there's positive stuff out about there too, right? Um, one thing I like about social media is, like you mentioned, the community aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You could connect to people that you never knew. And I think is great because um, you just – you can find people and get inspired mm-hmm. or, like, hey, like, connect with people. But the, the odd thing about being connected, you can be disconnected to. Mm-hmm. Um I think it's crazy how, like, even though we're still connected socially, you could totally be disconnected from the everyday task in your life or just the everything, everyday stuff that you do. Yeah, I know that's so true. Like, you are connected, and at the same time, you can be disconnected. Yeah. Where if you're if you're not setting those boundaries with like how much how much media am I going to take in today? Like sometimes I do find myself just like scrolling and scrolling yeah. and scrolling and almost like desensitizing myself to the experience of like, like I know I, I definitely feel that way on TikTok because it's just so easy to like scroll past so many videos. Yeah. Um, but also like even on Instagram and you have this like curated your for you page mm-hmm. uh, curated to whatever content. And so even then it's like, we're, we're taking in so many faces of people that it's yeah. almost like you're desensitized to no, yeah. and, the experience. And all of that's normal for people to just take and take yeah. so much. Yeah. And they, even the way they build these apps, it's just like, for example, I know for TikTok, they build it in the way like gambling. Mm-hmm. And like even like how like you get like a hit on TikTok, right? It go viral. It's all like a gamble. And that's how they build it. They know how people function. Mm. And that's how they get you like hop on the app and then get hooked on it. Yeah. 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 Like it's a whole marketing team. And there's just a whole team behind it of people. Mm. So they know exactly what they're doing like to your everyday human. Yeah. So then being on the end of, cause that's so interesting. Cause that's true. Like if you have a hit, that's like a dopamine hit, like where it you're is. just like, Oh my gosh. And you're, cause sometimes I'm just like, what would it feel like to go viral? Like to get all of this attention. Yeah. And, um, so it draws, it draws me into want to like create content, Yeah. But, but then there's people who like might place so much value on that where it's like, I, I'm not special if I don't have um, 
like a certain following or a certain number. So being a social media manager yourself, um, how is it being on the end of like, I'm putting content out there to get people's attention, knowing that there's like these like negatives essentially? Like, do you feel like you have to curate it in a certain way to where it's still where it's just like I'm just putting this this brand out there so yes um I feel there's a certain way when it comes to content there's certain ways you have to curate it and that's just plain marketing tactics that Mm -hmm. you do like you know what people will gravitate towards more Mm -hmm. and what wouldn't work right Mm -hmm, and um but my ultimate goal was always like to push on te- authentic stuff. Mm. Um, when it comes to, especially in the beauty industry, um, people get lost in it in the sense like by editing photos, um, using filters, and um, not showing diversity and inclusivity, mm. right? Because Essentially, um, you want to fit into this mold of that you, a person that you know will sell. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the content that I create or, like, for the companies that I've worked before, like, I knew straight from the bat, like, I, I wanted to create inclusivity, diversity, and showcase people that have never been showcased before. Because if you look at, let's say, 15 years ago before, um, when it comes to advertisement, you never saw a woman of color. Mm-hmm. right yeah it was always very european uh, like the eurocentric yeah. eurocentric exactly mm-hmm. and you never saw yourself up there right mm-hmm. and like when i came to this industry i knew that like this is what i wanted to push like have women that you can relate to mm-hmm. or not women but just men they doesn't matter anyone who likes makeup you can relate to and that's what I want to come to con- we came to content creation. And luckily, I, with the companies I've worked with, they have given that opportunity to gu- mm-hmm. guide them and be creative in the same time together. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's what I've done. And like when it comes to editing, like I do not like to over edit stuff because like you don't want to make this like idea mm-hmm. on someone like this is exactly what you look with makeup because like you don't like there's mm-hmm. texture with skin and I feel like some companies don't showcase that it's yeah. all overly edited and people will compare it like hey like I don't look like this and all that but yeah and you, you like want to capture their like how they actually look and yes. not take away from that like I like when we did my um when we did a photo shoot I remember you mentioning like asking me like do you want me to like touch up and you were kind of like no you don't need it and so I, I appreciated that too because there's also a sense of like uh almost like and I'm sure I don't know if you if this has been your experience when you photograph like your friends or you photograph different people and not everyone is photogenic not everyone is like a model you know like quote unquote like not everyone knows how to pose for themselves and so to be able to be on an end where you can um help people feel pretty like help people feel like more themselves that's awesome too um 
Yeah. So that's cool too. So what are like some tips that you would give people on creating content that is authentic to who they are and aligns with their values more? Um, I think it's going to sound really cheesy, but I think it's really important is be true to yourself. I think if you're creating content that generally you enjoy, that's the main focus that should be important. And people people can under, feel that, understand that when you create content, mm-hmm. right? Because if you look at influencers or like other people, content creators that are big in the industry, people like them because they're relatable. Mm-hmm. They talk to the camera. They they can relate to your everyday person and I feel like that's important just keep it keep it real with you mm-hmm. and even though it is hard when it comes to social media because eventually you'll hit to the point that um you're not gonna have followers that like your content and that's gonna get to you but I feel like that's a, a reminder you have to keep telling yourself like hey like I need to do something and create content that fulfills me mm-hmm. and I can reach out to a community. Yeah. And at the same time, it's it's like not about – because this is something I have to tell myself. If people aren't drawn to my content, then those aren't the – that's not the people that I'm trying to speak to. Yeah. Um, so that – yeah. And I saw like I'm always referencing TikToks. That's like my like new uh, – like where I'm like I read something, but it's really like – No, TikTok. I feel like I read it. I freaking <laughs> – like self-diagnose myself of everything like I love TikTok I'm obsessed with TikTok yeah it's like I've learned so much from TikTok um but I saw a video saying like embrace the cringe like the things that you like when you record yourself and you're like I'm not gonna post this because this is so cringy or like like people are gonna look at this and be like um like oh like how cringe and I, I know I've I've felt that way where I'm just like I'm just, I'm a certain way and I want to show that, but I'm like, what if people don't gravitate towards that? No, that's how I feel. Mm -hmm. Me being a social media manager, Mm -hmm. that's how exactly how I feel because even I know the back end of everything. I'm so self-conscious. Like I don't want to post the true me sometimes because Mm -hmm. I overthink it. Like what what are people going to think about me? They're going to, are they thinking I'm weird? Am I going to be accepted? So yeah, mm-hmm. like I totally get that. And like, I feel like sometimes that's why I have close friends, right? Mm-hmm. So because I'm free to post something like without being judged, mm-hmm. but that shouldn't be that ca- in the case. It's your social platform. Why not post whatever you want? Why be scared? Mm-hmm. Like in the end of it, like these are all virtual people. Mm-hmm. They have nothing on your everyday life and impact. So why mm-hmm. should you care? Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people struggle like with that. And I know I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I feel like people are slowly learning how to like maneuver. But it's, I mean, I feel like it's something like it's everybody so, goes through. Yeah, it's still going to be a hassle or it's still going to be um, – like a challenge it is yeah because we're like working against like this inner dialogue of like oh people aren't gonna like what I'm putting out there yeah constantly and, no exactly and it's insane because it's our own platform mm-hmm. so why should we care what other people think yeah and that that's crazy about social media that's another aspect of it mm-hmm. like you're just so so focused on curating this certain life or how you look when reality, like, no, it shouldn't, doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. You should just 
post stuff that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel like when people create content or something, just be true to yourself. And like, if that's something you want to do in the industry or you want to start doing, like I feel like you constantly have to remind yourself like, like these affirmations or stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? Like I could do it. My content is great. Like F everybody. And I'm going to do stuff that makes me happy. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. And then also, um, like how you said, like, you have to do this constant work. Like, um, you have to like something that is going to keep you grounded because you're essentially like, you're putting yourself out there over and over again. Yeah. And sometimes there's going to be a person who is in those comments, like saying something about yeah. whatever you're posting. Um, like I remember my first TikTok video, <laughs> I did like a dancing video and it's not even on my profile anymore because I like hit it and Nick always makes fun of me for it. Uh-huh. Um, I think I remember that video. Yeah. Yes, I do remember this video. There was someone who commented and by someone, it was like a freaking like random 12, number, 12 year old like, boy. Of like, course. That had just the like bullies. videos. And they were just, and the all the comment said was no. That's all it said. Oh no. And it literally like, like, a, a boy like he was like a kid yeah a kid got into my head and for that reason like I will I have not like I have the video still but I took that video off because it it's like this constant thing that you have to remind yourself like um where you kind of have to take people's criticism with a grain of salt yeah and I like I've told people multiple times, like, I feel like going into this content creation and just if you want to become an influencer, you just want to do stuff within um, the social media platforms, like, you have to have thick skin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, it's people don't realize how vulnerable you have to be in social media just to put yourself out there. And um, I feel like that's some part people don't that's an that's a area people don't realize because um, you see this lavish life of influencers. Mm-hmm. The perfect outfit. The, the perf- events. The events, the perfect outfit, their perfect life, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't see the back end, the rawness of how you have to take all these comments and what people say about you. Mm-hmm. And, like, mentally it will get to you. You have – Put, putting yourself out there, you have to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And um, I give props to anyone that does this because even though it seems like a fun, like, you, like hooray, like, industry, like, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're essentially giving people um, the – what's the word? You're, like, giving people permission and I, like I want to use that like almost hesitantly. Um, you give them access to your life, exactly, your, and and permission to like say whatever you know, freedom of speech, like yeah. comment. And then not just that, there's also this this aspect of when you do gain this attention and people start recognizing you. Uh, there's this like um, almost like celebrities how they how your fans ha- feel like they have this like right over like hey let's just take a picture or um you know like let's just almost like invading like your own yeah I mean it comes with it right Mm -hmm. like I'm not an influencer right but like I I can only imagine Mm -hmm. like if you're having a bad day and some person just comes like hey can I take a picture yeah 
very innocent, right? But like, hey, like sometimes you just want your space. Yeah, and your privacy. So there is that like you're putting yourself out there, but it comes with a cost. Yeah. It comes with like your your and then also this demand of like putting stuff out there, putting content out there. Yeah. Answering like even the times where um my Instagram has been active, like that's a lot of work, like getting back to everyone, all those messages, oh, yeah. like making sure that the responses are genuine. Like, oh yeah, like it's trust- exhausting. It's a- no, I mean, I love it because I do it, but mm-hmm. I totally understand like what mm-hmm. you're saying. Like, yeah, like the community aspect of it, like, how we call it is the community like manager. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what you do. You answer all these DMs. You have to answer because if you don't answer it, like what one person could say something wrong, like on let's say twitter and you're counseled so you have to be constantly like just on it answer Mm -hmm. the dms and generally just i mean doing it but i like it because you have this connection with someone like even though like i there's like the negative aspect like i said like there's a positive aspect of it like Mm -hmm. and that's why i like what i do and yeah it's cool (laughs) and um i think with that like it's important to have boundaries around oh yeah that so like if social media content creating is um something that you want to do um having boundaries on like how much time you're spending on it it's very important yes um like i know with um a lot of the research that i'm doing is this idea of how like we can get so lost in um the likes and the validation and yeah. uh, people's approval in that. So I'm also wondering, like, what are your thoughts on the challenges of social media when it comes to appearance? Since especially since you work with a beauty brand uh-huh. um, and you touched on it a little bit, like with diversity and everything. But um, like, how do you feel like it affects people? Um. Well, I can speak for myself, mm-hmm. um, and I can see what I've seen around. But for myself, being like being constantly on social media, yeah, like it'll affect you, right? Like I feel like this whole trend, like for example, like Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. right? Having that perfect body, like hourglass, like I feel a lot of people got affected with that. I feel like one of the major things we see is people wanting to get to this body image of like having a big butt and a small waist and like this hourglass figure. The impossible body to get. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Because I feel like, let's say like 10 years ago, it was like all being super skinny and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, um, yeah. so people embrace the typically um, someone that is woman color's body Mm -hmm. and to me it's crazy because like they just nitpick what to get like let's say the butt the thighs and the butt sorry the butt the thighs and the boobs but you still have to be a small waist and that's insane to me yeah and it's not representative of people's body types it doesn't represent every single woman no it doesn't it's it only represents this one woman and most of the time that is curated through plastic surgery yeah not that there's anything wrong with plastic surgery but it it, I think I I feel like it gives a message to like young girls that like you can have this body if you just alter yourself yeah yeah and the crazy thing is like 
even though we're living at a time that body positivity is super active and social, mm-hmm. even that, the plus size models aren't realistically plus size. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like mids, like, they're normal human beings. Mm-hmm. So, to me, um, yeah, that's insane. And they still have this, um, essentially, this like smaller waist, bigger butt. Like, they yeah. still have these proportions. No, food, nothing, no stomach. Yeah. It's like, what like your everyday person mm-hmm. doesn't look like that and to me it's crazy like even though we have so much social media and we're pushing for body positivity and just like accepting cert- a certain image and accepting everybody we still haven't got there yet mm-hmm. and um i don't care what anyone says i feel like we still oh and work in progress when it comes to that right mm-hmm. like even though um we say we're like Growing with growing within that, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's, it's still a long way, especially yeah. for women. I feel like women get it the worst. Yeah, yeah, because there could be there are like obviously men do experience body image yeah. issues in we, their own way. They do. They totally do. Not taking away from any yes. of you men out there. To confirm that we're not taking yeah. anything away. <laughs> Your experience experience is valid. Yes. And at the same time, women are usually the ones, um, and we are, you're right, like we are getting somewhere. It's just not exactly like in the healthiest. Yeah, it's not there yet because even though we have more body positive movements, more. And it's beautiful. Knowledge on like body acceptance, body neutrality and all of that. We still have these like plastic surgeries at its all time high. Yeah. And and, and you, people are doing younger they, and younger. Yeah, didn't they say BBL is one of the most like dangerous plastic surgery you could do? I think I read that. Yeah. Quote me wrong. I'm sorry if anyone hears this. Yeah, like if someone it's wrong. Pro- someone prove us right. <laughs> yeah, wrong because either. that's what I heard. But yeah, it's insane. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's insane because I maybe it's because we live in Los Angeles or something that you constantly see it and that's like the norm yeah 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 i think no it's definitely come up more where i'm just like before it was like rare yeah but i feel like left to right and Mm -hmm. that's okay too right Mm -hmm. like if you want to adjust anything in your body and you want to do plastic surgery and it makes you feel happy i think that's amazing Mm -hmm. and you should do it right but it's crazy right Mm -hmm. like i think I think as long as you're understanding your intentions yeah. and your reasons as to what like what what drives you to want to yeah. um alter your body. Because I mean, like there is nothing wrong with it. Like There's I don't think like I I have friends and I know people Same. who um, have gotten plastic surgery, who get Botox and all of that. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's it can be considered a problem when your intentions are um, to help. I don't know. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, I'm I'm hesitant because I'm like, it's not black and white. Like, it's not like you just are this and you just are this. Yeah. Because um, I don't know. Like, it's hard because I do. It's important for people to be more authentic to themselves, and maybe they will feel more comfortable. Yeah, and with- I and I seen that. I seen people have gotten back surgery, and they're super happy and they're mm-hmm. thriving, and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I feel there's some positive stuff out of it, 
and some negative stuff out of it. Mm-hmm. Am I never? Am I ever gonna get plastic surgery? I don't know. Like, who yeah, knows? Exactly. Like, maybe ten years. Like, I all these wrinkles. I don't fuck it. Put yeah. Botox on me. I don't care. But I do care. <laughs> like, yeah. essentially, like you don't. I mean, at that moment, if people feel like they need it to make themselves happy, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy that um, sometimes it's so we, common too. It's so common. Like, we can't be happy with who we are because i'm not gonna lie like i thought of getting plastic surgery like especially thought of botox i'm like maybe if i just lift my face especially working in the beauty industry like i feel like constantly looking at people Mm. like yeah like it's normal to compare yourself it's not great but i feel like that's something when it comes to social media. You compare yeah. yourself. Yeah. And yeah, but you have to be like for me, what I do, I constantly remind myself, like, hey, no, you're beautiful as how you are. Like you're beautiful for who you are, mm-hmm. essentially. And yeah. like that's what I do. But like, yeah, I can only imagine what people go through. Like, if I go through it, everybody goes through it, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I guess it reminds me of or it like helps me I guess clarify my point earlier which is like there is nothing wrong with it it's it is important to like know your intentions behind uh maybe why you want to get plastic surgery or even like why you're you want to put yourself out there on social media and doing internal work like doing the positive affirmations doing like where you can still reach a place where you're at acceptance with your body yeah um because you're the one who has to live in it. Yeah. And, like, I like what you said with, po- like, with where's the affirmation, positive affirmations. Because I feel like I constantly have to do that to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to, like, working in social media, like, I feel like you either suffer imposter syndrome. Have you ever suffered Yes. Oh, my okay. gosh. Yes. So, yeah. So, I feel like a lot of people experience imposter syndrome. Especially if you're a person of color. Yeah. And I didn't think that was a thing. <laughs> Till I spoke to more people and they're like, yeah, I feel like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. I thought it was just me because I was in social media, but no, like it, a lot of people go through it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, um, like I said, I go through imposter syndrome and I have to tell myself all these positive affirmations and me being a curvy girl. Like I was mm-hmm. never skinny since I was little. I feel like mm-hmm. I was always curvy. I always had these not your typical skinny girl so I had to learn how to like tell myself like all these like positive affirmations right especially working social you constantly see all these girls like Mm -hmm. with different body types and like and everything and I'm like okay like these positive affirmations have to be done because if not then you get lost yeah like you start like yes like you mentioned like have I ever felt imposter syndrome I've totally felt it all throughout like grad school I felt it like at any moment and one thing that has been so helpful for me is to like bring it back to me and bring it back to like my value yeah as a person because when you see all of these other people doing these different things you can't help but compare yourself no it's like it's funny that you said that because that's social media right like Mm -hmm. You compare all yourself. these images of like yeah. how you should look, exactly, or what you or should like, be doing. What you should be doing, what people are doing in life, mm-hmm. and everything, and like that's one thing. Like breaking behind the scenes, like you know that everything's curated. Mm-hmm. Even someone that's not an influencer, like everything's curated. 
like, and I feel like people need to remind themselves, like, yo, this is not real. This yeah, is this is just fake. a highlight. This is a this highlight. This is literally the best angle. This is, like, after five pictures, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not. Like, I take 100 pictures before I post one, mm-hmm. like, to get that perfect photo. And that's crazy, right? You take 100 photos for that one photo for what? For what? Validation? I don't I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I like posting pictures because, like, I like my outfit. And, like, yeah. I like But it's, like, I a common myself. experience. Like, yeah. a lot of people – you see a picture that looks flawless because I mean these are my thoughts too like I'm looking through and I'm appreciating um I usually look through like Instagram for like outfit inspo same yeah um but then I'm seeing like the way that they're taking the picture and I'm like well when I have an outfit and I'm trying to take a picture I don't look like that like I don't have this like perfect pose and my cheekbones or whatever, like my side profile. And um, yeah, so I feel like it happens. Yeah. You can't help but compare. But you have to constantly tell yourself that one perfect picture mm-hmm. and that perfect pose, there's a hundred photos behind it. Mm-hmm. And like I'm, a, I'm 95% sure that's what it is. Even like this new trend, I don't know if you've seen it on like Instagram, but this trend that you're posting more careless photos. Mm. Have you seen that? I actually have. Okay, so it's really interesting. This is trending right now on social. Um, because I have even I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, posting like a carousel of photos that look like nonchalant, like not thought well, like mm-hmm. just everyday photos. Mm-hmm. Have you, you haven't seen that? Is it like the dumps when people do like the month? There you go. Perfect. Photo dumps. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Photo dumps. Mm -hmm. Like it's so crazy. Like even something like that, that's still curated. Mm. Because you're still picking. You're still picking. The the pictures that you want to. And it's crazy. Like it's trying to like because celebrities and influencers and me, like Mm -hmm. I do it. Like you're trying to fit like, oh, this careless kind of look, but you're still curating. Mm. And I feel people forget that. Like. This is all kind of curated. Like yeah. social media is curated and that's okay. But mm-hmm. like you but have it's to, like being aware of that. You have to be aware of that. Like mm-hmm. nothing's real. So that you don't get lost in like in this of like I am not where these people are. I don't look like these people. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I kind of want to end off with since you are a social media manager – I what are like hmm what are social media tips that you would give to someone who um is like content creating Mm -hmm. or uh trying to maybe blow up or I don't know just like any tips yeah so what I tell everybody and I I believe I've told you multiple times too (laughs) you have to be consistent Mm, yeah. You have to be consistent in posting. Posting. You have to be consistent in posting, um, because that's the only way you'll build an audience and get those followers. Mm-hmm. Maybe it won't hit right away, but eventually it will. And I feel like that's what people get lost, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, let me take a break for a week or like a mm-hmm. month. No, mm-hmm. that week or month that you took a break, you lost a good chunk of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if someone wants to get into it or mm-hmm. do it, I say find the time to do um, content. Mm-hmm. And, like, what I like to do is batch content. 
So what batch content essentially is like one day um, you do a shot list and you shoot all that in that one day. Mm-hmm. And then you just map it out throughout the month. Mm-hmm. And that will save you, t- save you time and just less headache because everything is already set up. And that's another tip. Like, yeah, batch content. Another tip is like um, what I do um, is create captions already set. Mm-hmm. Like you write it out create that caption so when it comes to the day you just post them right away like you don't have it wouldn't you don't have to go through this process it's Mm -hmm. like here one another one next day another one so just more smoothly Mm -hmm. um those are three tips i feel um like essentially make it work for you not not you work for it yeah because i'm trying to think like for your everyday person you have a job right Mm -hmm. you have a life so um Essentially, like, I feel like before you say bye to your your job, like, you have to find balance. Mm-hmm. And I feel that's a way – a perfect way to do it is just batch content and, like, create all these stuff and then, like, post them throughout the day. Um, another thing I think I could give it a, a advice is um, interact with your community within the – whatever niche you have. Um People are there for people. And I think mm-hmm. that's awesome for social media. Like, for example, um, I there's a for me with social media, me being a social media met. For example, for me being a social media manager, there's a community that have Latinas that are mm-hmm. social media managers in the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. And I think like I didn't know that till like let's say a month ago. Yeah. But um I think it's awesome. Like you just make sure to connect with other people because I don't know. You could create content together. You get information with one another. Um, you can learn a lot of um, stuff with other people. Mm-hmm. Maybe some people are not open to it, but there's going to be that one person that be like, hey, yeah, let's do this together. Because in the end of it, like you're in the same playing field and some people want to help and want to build together. So that's four stuff I could think. And lastly, um, put time in your content. Like legit, like, just don't do something half-assed. Like, if it's something you want, you're passionate, you're creative, like, put time into it. The same way you'll put time into an essay or the mm-hmm. way you dress. Like, put time on what you're creating. And people could see that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you put time on what you're doing, people will – and you put it out there, people will notice that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's my advice. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you for talking about your experience and um, just on – this topic that I feel like is so like we could probably talk so much longer about it I think so too I feel like it's such a big topic you could talk about each things of social media Mm -hmm. and it's crazy yeah yeah sure so thank you so much I really really appreciate it and if people want to find you what are your handles where can they find you Oh my gosh, so embarrassing. You know? <laughs> um, if you want to talk more about social media or if you want like tips or just want to connect, um, feel free to hit my personal social media platform, which is like Notorious EC. Yeah, like Notorious BNG. But yeah, just hit me up there, Notorious EC. And if you want to talk about social media or like you're interested in the beauty industry, how to get in or how to create content or like where to get how to become a social media manager right mm-hmm. essentially because i feel like um some people want to do it but they're kind of confused how to start like mm-hmm. hit me up i'm all about 
helping other people because I wish I had a helping hand when I was starting. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. concludes this episode of Please Expand, where we expanded on topics pertaining to mental health, lifestyle, and friendships. If you are enjoying this content, and if you would like to hear more, please subscribe and follow to get notified when the newest episode is out. Thank you for listening in and joining me on the healing journey. Bye, friends!